I am so proud of you for listening to this podcast today as you are making an intentional choice to not just make Easter a one-day celebration that's mostly about a fancy dress and chocolate-filled bunnies, but to make it about knowing the one we are celebrating that day, Jesus. Over the next seven weeks, we will slow down the final days of Jesus' life. We will take a peek into each of these moments so that we can know Him better. I want to teach you some common Lent practices, Bible study, fasting, Lent candles, repentance, and prayer. I will guide you through implementing each of these. Help me spread the message by sharing it with your friends and family on social media, and also by clicking the button to text this episode to them. We both know all of us struggle with how to really focus on Jesus during Easter. And it's crazy because this should be the holiday we go all in for. But I get it. We've never been shown how. My friend, that all changes with this study. We are going to do this together. This Lent study is brought to you by Online Women's Bible Study. I would love for you to join our community as we are growing even more in God's Word. And I'm giving you a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. This will be automatically applied when you sign up today. This spring, we are studying the book of James, which is the perfect complement to this final day's Lent study, because it was one of the very first letters written to the first followers of Jesus. So as you are studying the final days of Jesus' life, you will see how the first followers lived it out. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. All right, let's get started with today's session. He leads the blind. If you haven't already, spend some time in prayer. Praise God. Repent of sins. Ask for others and yourself. Yield to God, then wait and listen. I hope you have loved following Jesus on his final days. Loved might be a strange word because it's heartbreaking too. To observe him being betrayed and questioned is heart-wrenching. He never once gave up because he knew what he needed to do. He kept going. He is always able. Read Isaiah 42.16 and write it out. Isaiah 42.16 I will lead the blind by ways they have not known. Along unfamiliar paths, I will guide them. I will turn the darkness into light before them and make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. I will not forsake them. Go back and circle every use of the word I in reference to God. Question, how many times is God referenced? Question, what does it say about us? Blow out one candle. You should have two left lit. The unknowns aren't awesome, but maybe they're intended. Maybe they are actually gifts and opportunities to learn that his way is better. Question, share about a time you forced your way, even if it wasn't best. There's evidence all throughout scripture of God letting his people go down other paths. Question, who in the word made choices that weren't honoring to God? You aren't alone in dishonoring God. We aren't alone. I take such comfort in that for some reason. Two questions remain for all of us. One, how do I get off this wrong path? Two, how do I get on the right path? Thankfully, the answer is the same to both. Jesus, our go-to church answer, Jesus, is the only response. Well, actually, the full Trinity, Jesus, Holy Spirit, and Father God. Read Romans 8, 24 through 28. 
Romans 8, 24 through 28. For in this hope we are saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not have, we wait for it patiently. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And He who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. What is our job? Hoping and waiting. Ugh, those aren't fun at all. Question, what happens when we hope and wait patiently? When we do not know, we can trust in the Spirit. When we do not know, we can trust in the Spirit to intercede for us. We can trust that God can work anything for good. Question, what are some things in your life that you just don't feel confident that, uh, that any good could come from them? Prompt, go back and write on top of those, th- those words, all things. I'm not sure when we started to believe that God couldn't handle our mess ups, that we needed to get things together to come to him or keep things together to stay in his favor. Our head knows he loves us, but we don't trust him to really love us when we take a path that wasn't his. Prompt, flip back to Isaiah 42, 16 and bullet out what God says he will do. Isaiah 42, 16. I will lead the blind by the ways they have not known. Along unfamiliar paths, I will guide them. I will turn the darkness into light before them and make the rough places smooth. These are the things I will do. I will not forsake them. The last one stings the most. I will not forsake them. I think the reason we struggle to trust God is simply because we struggle to trust Again, our heads likely believe it is true because we know he has said it, but our hearts and likely the only way of living doesn't feel the same. We've been hurt enough times to know better. So we trust him with our heads, but protect our hearts even from him. Vulnerability, even with God, is a terrifying thing. Trusting him is something we desperately want to do, but struggle with daily. Let's take steps towards trusting him. Prompt. Wrap up today with praying. Get on your knees if possible. If not, sit with hands open in your lap. Confess to God any areas of not trusting Him. Imagine each of those areas in your hands and ask Him to give you the faith to hand it over to Him. If you are ready, hand them over to Him. Envision Him taking them. Tell Him you trust Him to not forsake you. One final note that I know isn't for everyone. I know some of you have been burned in serious ways and others in smaller ways. And trusting him doesn't come easy because you feel justified in your opinion that he has let you down. I would encourage you to do a couple of things. One, really think through your motives and circumstances. Was he really out to get you or could he have been protecting you all along? Or could he possibly be using that situation to make you stronger or to bring others to him? A large majority of our not fair God moments are really just us being upset that we didn't get our way. Not everyone will be able to answer yes to this. Two, keep surrendering this to God. Keep talking to him about it. Three, stop talking about it to others who fuel the fire of unbelief. 
You might want to give permission to those you typically vent to to tell you to shut up the next time you get at it again. Four, it might be helpful to find a Christian counselor to help you work through these issues. I know we don't like to do this as Christians. Forgiveness should be enough. We have the Spirit, our great counselor, so we don't need someone else we don't know. We don't need to dredge it up. Here's the truth. It's up. You may think it's not, but it's affecting your ability to trust God or others. So get help now. Don't wait. Thank you for trusting me today. I know it wasn't easy work, but it was worth it work. You have a father who loves you so very much. He sent his son for you. As we wrap up today, I want you to ask yourself, what should you do? How can you apply what you have heard today? James 1.22. And who should you tell? What is something you can share about today? And who should you share it with? My prayer for you is that you would feel like you know Jesus more as we work our way through his final days. His story is the reason we celebrate on Easter Sunday because it's the thing that has totally changed our lives. I so hope this was encouraging to you. If it was, it would be so helpful if you would leave a review for this show. If it wasn't, well, you don't have to leave a review. Finally, please share this with your friends. We want to encourage as many people as we can with this free and super easy to do Lent study. And when you share about it on social media, be sure to use hashtag hearers and doers podcast and tag me at Becky Kaiser. As a reminder, if you are looking to grow in God's word and community, you get a week free to try out being a member at onlinewomensbiblestudy.com. I'll see you tomorrow with another final day's episode.